0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence.
1: Happy Memorial Day! Happy belated Memorial Day! How you guys doing? How'd you enjoy your long weekend?
2: Good. I, I
1: didn't. Yeah, you were you were pretty much dying. <laughs> I was.
2: Correct. Okay.
1: How was that? What's
2: I was what's it like? It was terrible, and really? I uh, it was awful. <laughs> True. Are uh, you
1: one, are you one of those people who gets like sick with the? Sure. You know, when summer comes around, just because yes. of the pollen and stuff. Uh, I oh.
2: I get I pretty much have a schedule for when I get sick. Okay. I've kind of started to pick it pick up on it. I get sick in like the end of the fall, mm-hmm. beginning of the summer, the end of the summer. So it's a really lovely little cycle I have. So,
1: bruh, I get sick like once a year, and it just sort of happens. It's like oh, it's that time of year again.
2: That's and it's an worse because like when I get sick, I my life shuts down for like pretty much further notice <laughs> it kind of sucks
1: you just watch a lot of movies well like what's yeah. your, what was your go-to sick movie
2: uh i watched three of the scream movies and super bad okay. yesterday gosh
1: that's a, a, a lot of productivity for somebody who's kind of a nearing oblivion but okay that's cool tone shift <laughs> but we did that uh, we did take memorial day off and all that good stuff well you guys might have i was i was working but you know that's neither that here nor awesome. there so. But uh, we did, we, thankfully, not too much dropped. I guess Hollywood took Memorial Day weekend off as well, so we don't have too much to talk about uh, before we get to X Men. But w- of what we do have, we got some interesting uh, new new tidbits and some updates. So Josh, why don't you get us started? Well, what uh, is going on in the biz this week?
2: Okay. Did you want to talk about that Rogue One thing, or?
1: Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let it come. We'll let it uh, approach conversation. She does. Yes. Okay. Eventually.
2: Okay. Well. Okay. First things first. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, it's coming out next year, and we got our first little teaser trailer for it. Um, did you guys see it? Nope. I,
1: I did. Nice. What did you think I, of it? <laughs> oh. It's, it's a, it's it's a trailer. Uh, I, I think, I, I think I read somewhere that, like, Christopher Walken was one of the, is gonna play one of the, like, one of the clocks or something like that. I can't remember mm, if that's true. No, he's
2: not. He's not in it. Are
1: you sure? Then is it? Uh, is it Ewan and McGregor? Is somebody, somebody Ewan I McGregor, love is it? Oh, is it? Oh, beautiful. I mean, Ewan. granted, he's gonna be the—he's probably gonna be the clock guy, so that sort of sucks. But um, um, yeah, we got a little—we got to look at. Oh, Ian McKellen is who I was thinking of. Yeah. I oh, Ian oh boy. boy, I get Big those two mixed up. But oh yeah, he's Cogsworth. Or, <laughs> Wait, Ian McKellen and Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Walken—you get those two mixed up? Yeah. Sometimes they're both old people who I love more than life itself. So whatever. All right, beautiful, beautiful people, especially in McKellen. He's the freaking best, but um, it looked yeah, it was fine. It it, it looked nice. Uh, I don't expect anything less from Kenneth Brana, For that's for sure. And Emma is
2: Kenneth Brana isn't doing it. I thought he oh, was. Oh my god! No, he did. He did Cinderella. Oh god! Well, who's this one? Uh, Bill Condon.
1: Oh, that's right, the Twilight guy. Never mind. Well, Who? then
2: I'm not. Yeah, he wasn't. In... Well, he did. He also did Chicago and Dreamgirls. And he's he... he's...
1: Well, he did Twilight too, so, you know. Yeah, but What's the most
2: famous thing that he did? Twilight. That was a, that was a paycheck, you
1: know. It's it's not all about the money, man. A big paycheck. Big paycheck, yeah. He also did Mr. Holmes, which was pretty decent. So, I don't know. But yeah, it it looks it looks nice. I hope they like like with the Lion King and any other Disney adaptation. I hope we get the songs cuz I I don't remember them too well in Beauty and the Beast cuz I'm not like, you know. It's a not musical. a big Beauty and the Beast fan. I don't remember this too many of the songs, but I know they're wonderful because it's Disney. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 down for it. Let's do that. Let's do it. Seems like fun.
2: Uh, I thought it was amazing, and it looks. I'm not a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. It's like one of my lesser favorite Disney movies, um, but I I like it. Um, but I don't know. Just something about this teaser. Just like I don't know. It just gave me chills. Like the way the music was brought in at the very end of it. Mm. Uh, you know emma watts is in it and you know that's that's always great um and i mean it's got a great cast i mean it's a loaded cast um it, it just visually it looks really nice it's gonna be a musical I, I just i mean it looks like it's gonna be great i'm really excited to see a full trailer i'm really excited to see what the beast looks like because mm-hmm. i know they're doing um performance capture for that
1: yeah i was about to say that too i i I don't expect him to look exactly like he did in the in the original Disney one. That would be interesting if they could pull that off. But whatever yeah. they do is going to be awesome. Yeah.
2: This is what I've been saying for a while. Like he's going to be really hard to do because you have to do two things. You have to make him really scary, and you also have to be able to like make him be able to Six. empathize. Yeah, like you have to be able to empathize with him.
1: And... Not, not sexy, Cody. That's only you. <laughs> Comes after <laughs> <laughs> third on the list. But I know it's all, I think it's gonna. It's gonna be all about the eyebrows, really. Cause that's kind of <laughs> what. No, seriously, that's sort of what sets Beast apart. If you ever watched the original, his eyebrows are the telling or what's telling. So if they can, if they can do that kind of big forehead eyebrow area, That'll be, that that'll probably work.
2: So, I'm excited. But yeah, uh, me too. Cool. Um, I think this is gonna. I also, I'm calling this right now. This movie's gonna make a billion dollars. I think. Uh,
1: I think it makes. Eight hundred ish. this
2: is it's Beauty and the Beast. This is like the one of the most popular things. Did you have you seen any of the re- like you know how people do like trailer reactions and stuff? Like yeah. they're the tra- the trailer reactions from like teenage girls around the world is like one of the craziest things I've ever seen from this. They're like losing their minds over this thing. <laughs> like this is gonna be another like Hunger Games or something scenario where it's just like crazy, crazy amount of girls yeah. go Don't- see this movie.
1: Jungle Book's sitting at eight hundred and eighty-two, so I could buy I could buy a billion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All righty. Uh, next up, and this is really just for me because God loves me. Um, John Carpenter. Well, he did master. try to kill you this week, so I don't know. If <laughs> that's that that's true. Necessarily the case. That's but. true. Um, John Carpenter, uh, aka the Master of Horror, uh, is coming back to make not not direct but uh, produce. A new Halloween movie. Uh, the uh, they were going to do a sequel, Halloween Returns. That then that didn't happen because the rights like went into limbo. I don't know how that works. Um, and now, um, who is it? Uh, people who do like Paranormal Activity. Uh, Blumhouse. Yeah. Uh, them and some other studio. They're coming together and they're bringing in John Carpenter after like I think the last one he did was like 1982 or something. Was the last time he was involved. So they're bringing him back to this franchise. Um, he's talking about how he wants to make it scary again, um, how he wants to kind of bring it back to its roots. Uh, this is uh, this, They're trying to make this come out next year in October. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the other movies or you care about the other movies, but...
1: No, but the fact takes. that you said they're going to try to make it scary again is extremely telling as to where this franchise is. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go in skeptical, as I should be, as everyone should be.
2: They, they did say they were trying to get the latest report is that the director of Hush is in talks to do it. Hmm. So I haven't seen that yet. I know you really liked it.
1: Yeah, it's. I'm. Just, I cannot believe you've not seen that yet.
2: That's. I really want to. You
1: wa- how how many screen movies did you watch yesterday? And you didn't watch Hush? Are you kidding me?
2: Come I, on. I was. You I watched can't the watch one. A new- you even watched the one you didn't like. I, I can't just, watch. Huh? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch the one I didn't like. I watched one, two, and four. I skipped through. Watch the ones I like. Ah, oh, gosh. Yeah. But I, I can't watch a new movie when I'm sick. I, have to like, I can't, like, take it in.
1: <sighs> Whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, yeah, yeah. Hush. Very good movie. And uh, this might be good, too. You never know. Maybe I'll actually go back and watch some of those things. Cody, have you have seen you... them? No. No. I've seen
0: Scary Movie, so I know what it's about. True. Oh scary Movie's pretty awesome.
2: Those, those movies are abominations. Um, oh, they're oh, funny. funny. No, they're, those movies. Scary Movie terrible. 3 is awesome. Those are garbage. Those spoof movies are awful. I hate those movies. What? Uh, yeah, they're terrible. Uh, Especially man. scary movie. This just they're just garbage. Like it's just hey, let's take the plot of Scream and just throw in some funny cameos from other horror movies and but it's, make, it's, it's make sex joke. jokes. This is spoof, That's, man. Yeah, spoof. A good spoof movie is like from like Mel Brooks. Or, that's not. That's a. Like that's more a satire gun. Gun. than a spoof movie. Those are spoof movies. Yeah, those no, are, no they're, they're satire. Those are spoofing the genre. Satire is like Cabin in the Woods. Mm. Oh, okay. I can see your argument. Mm. Yeah. All right. But like, just like, well, I won't go into that. But um, I mean, <laughs> in, in regards to this, I'm just, I'm really excited. I love. This is my favorite horror franchise, like ever. Hmm. Um, I love. I love. I really like a lot of the sequels. You know, they got terrible. Halloween Resurrection doesn't exist. Um, but, I mean, I the original is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen in my life. It's one of my favorites. Um, I love John Carpenter. Also, he did The Thing, which I think is an incredible movie. Um, uh, so, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really glad he's coming back. I have a lot of faith this one's going to be good, a nice return to form. Um, and even if it's not, I got a new Halloween movie. And it's not directed by Rob Zombie, so. So what was
1: the what, was the what was last movie he did that you
2: liked? Who
1: that Carpenter? Carpenter did, yeah. Uh,
2: I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I've seen too many of his movies. Just the ones I have seen. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried
1: about. Because here's his output since the year 2000: Ghosts of Mars in 2001, The Ward in 2010, and then Halloween in 2017 or 18.
2: So. I mean, eh. as, that's him as the director. Yeah, I know, I know, but that's... I mean, he's just here to, like, kind of give his input and be a producer and kind of keep yeah. things in line while a new director kind of takes charge. Yeah, yeah it's fine. it's, you know, if you're out he's of the game for too long... I mean, nine yeah. years is a long time. <laughs> yeah, last Halloween movie he did was great. Yeah,
1: okay, all right. I'll take your word for it. I don't know as well as you do, so... Maybe it'll be great. You never know. All right, let's move on.
2: Okay, Um. next up we have... Okay, so we're gonna go into once again going into Mason's world, James Bond. Uh, like we said last week, uh, Daniel Craig isn't coming back, and now uh, okay. Sam Mendes
1: well, is not coming. Again, nothing's been confirmed. Oh, buddy, Jesus Christ! I know, I know. I'm at that stage. Nothing's
2: been He's confirmed. He's in
1: denial. He's I... in denial. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I know, I know. We're like there. I know we can see the finish line of the announcement that Bo- that Craig is out, but there's still a chance that something can happen.
0: Still a chance. Well, I hope it happens for you, buddy. So
1: you're telling me there's a chance from Dumb and Dumber. That's that's me. That's been me for the last three weeks. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's one one of the pieces of news is not a surprise at all. And that's the one that you kind of you'd mentioned, uh, Josh, about how Sam Mendes is gone. That's not yeah. a surprise. He's been gone for a while. He is not that's I'm not I'm fine with that. I'm fine with him was,
2: I thought it was he was going to come back for two more after Skyfall. No, or no, that's like...
1: No, that's Craig. I'm talking about the director, Sam Mendes.
2: Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. I thought uh Sam Mendes was signed on for two more after Skyfall. No,
1: no, just Craig. Okay. Yeah, Sam Mendes is not going to be around that long. But um, I'm fine with that cuz that's that's what they do and he's he's done two movies that I really really liked, loved even. So, that's that's not a big surprise and I'm I'm all for somebody else getting a shot at it. Uh, Craig, on the other hand, like we said, he's got a deal signed, his his pen, you know, his name's on a piece of paper saying he's going to do more Bond movies, which is why I think it, you know, something still might happen.
2: Oh, he did? I mean, he, they made him an offer. No, so he signed. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it. No, he signed on,
1: like a couple of years ago, he signed on for, I think, one more after this, something like that.
2: I guess the deal changed then.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's an opt out because if you if he says I don't want to do this anymore, then they're gonna have to like, okay, I guess you don't have to do this anymore.
2: <laughs> Catch you later,
1: buddy. Yeah, see, see ya. But uh, the the news, that, some of the news we got this week was about new bonds. Uh, Jamie Bell was the first one we got word of. Mhm. So what do you guys think about that?
2: I like it. I like Jamie mm-hmm. Bell. So.
1: Cody, thoughts?
0: He doesn't seem like a James Bond to me.
1: Yeah, me too. He's he's too scrawny. Maybe that's because he was next to. Chris Evans and Snowpiercer or something like that. Yeah, but that, and I the didn't... only
0: other movie that I've actually seen him in was uh, <laughs> Jumper. Yeah. And I, like, I like was the other one? Um,
1: King Kong. Oh, boy.
0: And I couldn't even remember his character by the end of that movie. Yeah,
1: like he doesn't really have a leading man quality to him, I don't think. I mean, I like him as an actor just like you, Josh, but just, I don't know, He to me, he doesn't jump out as somebody who can be the, the center of a movie, you know? Like, I
2: mean, he's... technically, he did lead... Tintin, even though that was an animated character, I never saw that, so I can't yeah. comment. He was really good.
1: Yeah, Craig was in that too. Funny enough, was he? But yeah, Didn't know that. I don't know. I when I yeah when I look at him, I don't see a movie star, and I want to see a movie star. Unfortunately, but that's that brings us to the next one. Who, I mean, some some publications even anointed as Bond, and that's Tom Hiddleston. Eh, I'm still, I'm still indifferent.
2: I I like him as an actor, though, so. Yeah, me too. I think it's like, I mean, I'm never this guy, but it's like, it's a really safe choice. Because he, like, he'd be, let's be real, he'd be a, he'd be really, he can, we've seen he can carry a role. You've seen people love him. You've seen he's a great actor that can do a lot of different things. He has a lot of range. And he's British.
1: But he's low-key. So uh, (laughs) what? But he's low-key. So Are you They're saying never... low-key
0: or low key? low-key?
1: That's what I was L-O-K-I from Avengers. And um, like I, I laughed yeah. so
0: hard because I thought you were making a pun. No. Um, um, I take back that's... my
1: laugh. I'm not that clever. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but like like I said last week, I don't I beat a dead horse here, but like, Bond, even though I guess back in the day you really didn't have that many roles to choose from, but like the fact that he's got so, a role so tightly in, intertwined with him is just uncharacteristic of what they would do. And I think... I think, if anything, that that meeting or whatever the discussions that were there were sort of um, just maybe respectful, be like, "Hey, we know that you've said you've talked about this in the past, and you know, that you're this big name, and people love you, so we're going to talk to you just out of courtesy, and then make our actual decision." That's what it seemed like to me, because, like I said, I've I know, like Barbara Broccoli, she's the one who's pulling the strings. She's been around since the '80s, so she's been she's. Had her hand in picking three different bonds. Oh, gosh. So, I don't know. Was... Yeah, here's
0: what they need to do. Yeah. Just give it back to Connery. <laughs> let's go full turn return of bonds. With, with
1: the high waisted pants. The high waisted yeah, pants. Let's end pants. this thing on a
2: high note. Golly. That was horrible. That'd be horrible. <laughs> Do you think this franchise is ever gonna like end, end, or is it just gonna go forever and ever and ever? Well, not
1: as long as they keep, as long as they keep making money, then they'll they'll go. I mean, there's no there's no artistic like license. There's no recurring story. It's just hey, let's get a new one. You know,
2: For- Spectre was like successful, right?
1: Oh yeah, Spectre was huge. That's pretty good. The budget was a little big, but you know, it still took in nine hundred million dollars. What?
2: Boo-boo.
1: <laughs> Connery's <is> 80 <laughs> Conner is 85 by the way so oh,
0: easy wow. he's got this gosh
1: he is so old he's really old but he hasn't
0: acted since league of extraordinary gentlemen
1: either so well who can blame him uh he- all right well uh what, what's next
2: okay um next up um kind of small but uh just a little casting uh jeff bridges is joining kingsman 2 the golden circle I don't know. I don't know what role he's uh, playing. I'll check, but it's Jeff Bridges. He's so an American. He's yeah, he's an American <laughs>
1: character. What do you guys think about this? Are you excited about Jeff Bridges? Yeah, I love Jeff Bridges.
2: Yeah, I love. him. He's great. Nice.
1: I, <laughs> I think that with this, it kind of confirms in my head at least that they're pushing this away from an action movie and way more towards a comedy. Like there's there's obviously still gonna be action in here, but like I don't. When I read this cast, I think like, oh, this is gonna be a straight up comedy. With you know action stuff in it,
0: which is not bad.
1: No, that's not bad. That's I'm I'm all for that. If yeah, the, the comedy is why Kingsman One worked so well, yeah. And <laughs> I don't. I just I'm picturing in my head what Jeff Bridges is, and I can't help but think. I hope something. he's just the dude, I, straight up. I, no, I keep getting the image of Colonel Sanders in my head for some reason. <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> like the tie and everything. I don't. know. It could be cool. It could be cool, but <laughs> trust that guy. He looks like he owns slaves. Gosh, what's that from?
0: Um, that I don't know. I think a... it's from a YouTube video I
1: watched. But oh, okay, I was about to say I was like, damn, that was that'd be good if it was yours, but no, it's not. <laughs> uh, not funny enough for that. <laughs> Anything else, Josh? Because
2: um, yeah, there's one more thing. Or mm-hmm. What
1: was it? Oh, Doc Savage.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is okay. whoever that is. Uh,
1: yeah, do you guys know
2: who Doc Savage is? He...
0: He's the bad guy for somebody, isn't he? No.
1: I don't yeah. know. Isn't he Fred Savage's dad? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I like that you go to Fred as your Savage, not Ben.
1: Well, Ben sucks. <laughs> I hate Corey? Ben Savage. I well, Yeah, Ben Savage is the worst. I hate his hair. Really? But, but really? he's Corey. Yeah, he's Corey. I know, and he what he kissed that one girl towards the end of the show when he broke it, like he cheated on Topanga. Butthole. They didn't.
2: They didn't. <laughs> kiss.
1: How dare he cheat on Topanga?
2: I take that they, personally. Wait, the one with Linda Cardellini in it? Yeah. Oh, she was cute. Yeah, um, he cheated no, on they, Topanga. No, they didn't. He didn't kiss her. They, they just like talked her. all night.
1: No, they well they cheated. Uh, you can't. Don't even they, try to convince me otherwise. I've been thinking about this they, for years. They
2: talked. All they did is talk. And then Corey had second thoughts, but he didn't do anything about it. <laughs> I, I heard the S sound. I thought that was going in a different direction.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that would be a very Boy meets something else.
0: <laughs> no, that's
1: basically what it's about. Yep. Disney so that that channel, channel goes hard. That would be... That would be something else. <laughs> uh, how old was he when that happened? He was like... Yeah, that was like seventeen. Yeah, boy meets sexual harassment lawsuit. <laughs> boy meets high profile local trial. I don't know. Like that. Uh no, yeah, I. Anyways, <laughs> that was we... so
0: good. Where were we? Uh, Doc, 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 Savage. Doc Savage. Doc Savage. I... That was a good train, um, though. I like that. That's good. I liked how that <laughs> evolved.
2: <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, he's gonna be played by The Rock, because apparently The Rock now has clones and he can be everywhere at any time and can play thirty roles a year. I'm um, mad
1: about that, but, yeah. but Doc Savage is a white guy, so
2: I don't ooh, know. they're
0: blackwashing or Samoan washing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're Orcing. I mean, I don't know anything about this character. All I know is that Shane Black is writing and directing it.
1: Uh, oh, all right, well, so,
2: okay. That
1: lowered my expectations a little. That
0: bit. is uh, kind of a okay, you you know Scary. he did the nice guys right. Well, yeah, but. Remember the last time we tried to write and
2: direct a uh, big
1: budget at Tremple? So, so yeah, it was
2: awesome. No, it wasn't. Oh, it's was not. Yeah, it was. Get out. It was one of the best Marvel movies that there is. Oh, calm. You're fucking. Our last <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> twenty episodes have been explicit, so I don't know why you're biting your tongue here. Like, oh, okay, good, good. Oh my god. But anyways. Dox, yeah, I, it, I don't, like don't know where that was going. That's why yeah. it stopped. <laughs> it seems like it's, you know, like the pulp magazines and stuff. It's kind of like an Indiana Jones-ish sort of deal, don't know, from what it's I understand. Given it the
2: Rock, it's given The Rock his own leading franchise, which I'm amazed he doesn't have yet. So. Well,
1: I don't know. He he kind of <laughs> becomes the lead of his franchises in a way. I mean, I mean he, he becomes
2: he, the savior,
1: not the yeah, lead. He's so doing like the no DC thing denying or
0: whatever. That he was the best part of the newest uh, Fast and Furious movie.
1: True. No, Actually, four I was, seconds he was in it. I like it. I like well when he flexed out of the cast, that was like awesome. That was an a that was an Academy Award. Yeah, like, he should have I mean.
0: he got robbed.
1: Yeah. F Leo, man. Fuck that guy. But no, it's I'm as long like I said, as long as Shane Buck keeps his head out of his ass, then I'm I'm down for this. But you don't
2: want the villain to pretend to be someone no, else. No, I too? don't I want the no, villain I want to him to
1: tell himself. a story instead of uh, you know, playing with the audience just for the sake of playing with the audience.
2: I like having fun.
1: That's not fun. That's it's frustrating. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, and okay. One more thing that we're gonna talk about because we're gonna talk about it.
2: Okay, actually, there's actually a couple new, like, literally just a few minutes ago, updates uh, on that.
1: Fine. Um, I know. I did, I did. I did see those too. So there's there's some rumors and stuff about like that. Just the the typical Hollywood, like, hey, did you hear about this? Gossip, pretty much. About Star Wars, uh, Rouge One, <laughs> uh, which I'm assuming is about is the origin story of Rogue from X Men. I'm like, yes. so it's starring Anna Paquin.
2: Oh, that I want to see,
1: it fish mouth and all. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, there's there's just some rumors behind the scenes. They've been they've since been scaled back. Which Josh, I know you're gonna say, oh, it's like that's that's reason. are that like, oh, it's awesome. That's spin. That's like. That's like Disney PR going out there. Be like, Hey, be a source and tell people that everything's fine. Okay. And that's, uh, or maybe that's, maybe that's just my interpretation. But the rumor going around is like, "Oh, the movies like there, there was a test screening and the Disney people like hated it or something like that. And they're demanding extensive reshoots to like make it lighter and stuff like that. And it like the,
2: no, just, that's, that's Suicide everybody... Squad, not Rogue
1: One. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Well, that one's true though. Um, and that one has basis in reality. But Rogue One, from what I understand, is that the Disney execs are rumored to just kind of want it to be more chipper, which makes uh, sense no. for...
0: Well, I want a Dark Star Wars movie. Dark I mean, Star got, Wars movies are the best Star Wars
1: movies. Yeah, we've gotten dark Star Wars movies before. I know, so, I don't want a happy Star Wars movie. So, Josh, what are what are you hearing? What are the updates? So, are, these
2: are the little updates that I just saw recently. That okay. pretty much somewhat in line with what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I mean, the thing is, reshoots happen on every single blockbuster that has ever been made in the last many many years. Um, so, this is not anything new or anything to be completely over uh, crying about. Um, but you no. Know, so reshoots, yeah, a uh, good example, World War Z is mm-hmm. a movie. They reshot the entire last third of the movie, and Something it made for do a do better do. movie. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, reshoots happen, whether it's to fix major problems or just, you know, to, you know, touch up things, they happen on every movie. Um, but with this, what I'm here seeing is that um, – it's basically what you're saying is that the first cut is really serious and it's just to inject a little more of the classic Star Wars feel. I don't see and I, I don't see any problem with that because, you know, this is a Star Wars movie. hmm So And I the fact of any- the
1: matter is, we were talking about this a little bit earlier off the air, so we'll bring it on the air. Is that like Disney is not going to be scrambling to like, oh God, we gotta change the entire movie. Because yeah. they've had the script. Like the script was submitted. Like unless yeah. nobody read the script, which is Literally impossible for a studio like that. Yeah. This whole, like, oh, now we've got to redo the entire movie just about to make it whatever is like, cause, like they're not going to, they didn't get blindsided by and this tone or this, the way that the movie yeah, was made. They,
2: they knew going in this was going to be a semi, about pretty much a war movie. They knew what type of thing this was going to be and they knew what the story was going to be. So they're not making major changes. They're not completely redoing anything. They're just touching things up. Because maybe if this is all true, which, I mean, again, reshoots are pr- going to happen. But if the rumor is that they're not blown away by the first cut and they go back and reshoot some stuff to fix it, that's a good thing. I don't see why that's a bad thing. That means they're going to fix the movie and make it so it's better. Right. I, mean. right.
1: And I the thing that made me giggle the most out of all this was like, oh, they after Force Awakens raised the bar so much, like they wanted to like equal and be just as good as that, like, like what?
2: <laughs> Money wise? No, like quality wise. Wait, that's what I, That's another thing I said. This is like it's, it's like no shit. The...
1: You're gonna want to make your movie as awesome as every other movie. Like, yeah, like I, I just don't. I don't understand the, that.
2: The one report I saw, it was like they're they're underwhelmed because it's not as good as The Force Awakens. I'm like, first of all, I doubt that's true. That's a. That is, and if that is true, uh why does it need to be as good as the force awakens force awakens was awesome just make a good movie like why does it have to be the greatest why does it have to be as good as the force awakens like because they want because they they want
1: six billion dollars this time
2: it doesn't have to be as good as any of the the great star wars movies that there are like Mm -hmm. it it just needs to be a great or good standalone movie
1: you know if they're if they're gonna be this meticulous about like if if all this just just say for argument's sake this all turns out to be true and they're going to be this meticulous about these movies. I am fascinated to see what happens with Colin Trevorrow's Episode Nine, because that Man. will that'll be Man. fun. So, I ever m- most people's expectations are kind of in the shitter on that one, so you know. I
2: don't. Brian Johnson is writing the script, so I have no. Yeah, you know, he's writing the story treatment. No, he wrote this. He wrote the screenplay
1: for Episode Nine. Yep.
2: Mm, I don't know. It's our, it's, he's already he's already working on it.
1: I heard story treatment, but that's, eh. Uh, just schematics, I guess. So yeah, Cody, what do you think? Are you do you do you care? Do you believe it? What what where do you stand on this? Yeah, let it happen. Let it happen.
0: I'll judge it more when the movie comes out.
1: True, true. and I don't know. It's it's not like the trailers. The trailer that we did see was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, but I mean, it's obviously a little bit more grim, and I think that's if anything, that's what people responded to more than like. The, it's not like the movie showed that much. Like, oh my god, amazing things. That that move that trailer was all about tone. So the fact, no,
2: that, like the people, I saw some are, like, pretty amazing things.
1: Okay, I know, but from like an average moviegoer, like that's like 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 me, like just me, for example, I I saw that I was like, wow, this does not remind me of anything else Star Wars related. Like if you take away all the droids and bots and stuff, or just replace them, this could be its own thing. And then I I think a lot of people responded well to that. I don't, I can't, I haven't seen anybody who's like, oh, this awful trailer. Who this is, looks horrible. So the fact—I I don't even buy the fact that they're going to try to make this lighter, to be honest, because that's what people are loving about it so far. But it's Disney, and they're—you know—they got a—they got a brand to protect, so you know they're going to do what they're going to do. But, anyways, uh, anything else you guys want to talk
2: about? Uh, nothing I can think of.
1: Okay, well, uh, game night over. Oh boy. Well, before we do that, though, we do have to update uh on our X Men predictions. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, now these didn't go well. Because, Nobody did well, though.
0: That's the thing, and that's yeah. what makes me
1: happy. So we're gonna take a look and see who did the bat, who did the, the least <laughs> bad out of everybody. So the movie ends ended up uh, currently sits at forty eight percent. Cody, you had it at ninety percent, <laughs> so it doubled up you. you, Josh, you were at eighty six percent. Oh boy. And I was at eighty three percent, so I win. do you technically yes technically yes mathematically yes uh as far as money goes the movie uh did underperform i don't know why any of us expected it to do that well considering it's memorial day weekend but uh cody you picked it to gross 115 million (laughs) dollars didn't do too well this time uh i picked it to go at to gross 110 and Josh, you came in the closest, uh, just forty, just a, a mere forty million dollars away, at one hundred and five million dollars. So we split it this time. Cody, you tried.
0: No, I didn't.
1: You did. You did try. That I can. I can confirm. But hey, man, you had a lot of faith in the movie, so that's. I'm. I'm glad.
0: You'll hear what I have to say about that.
1: We will hear very soon. Fair. But before we do, we got to play, a game, a game, <laughs> the game, chronology. It's game night, y'all. Game night. Game night. Game oh. night. No. <laughs> uh, all right. So, as so, we are going to be playing chronology this week. So we got the three. We got three cast members uh, all selected and ready to go. So, uh, Josh, we're going to start with you this time. Ooh. So your choice is one or two. <laughs> two. Your actor is James McAvoy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you ready? I am ready. Leading man, James McAvoy. (laughs) Your movies are Becoming Jane, Trance, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and Wanted. Okay. So those, again, we'll I'll give you time to think. They are Tr- Becoming Jane, Trance, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Ro- Wardrobe, and Wanted. Okay.
2: What is it
1: called? The Chronicles of Narnia. Mr.
2: Yeah, Tumnus. Well, we, that's right. I was trying to really?
1: Of- the Weird Goat yeah. Dude.
2: Yep, that was yeah. James
1: McAvoy. A very desperate for work James McAvoy.
2: <laughs> I, know, I know Trance is the most recent no Narnia came out in 2005 um or do you I think I do are you um sure?
1: we'll find out soon enough
2: I'm gonna say Narnia came out first I oh, just gotta figure out it's either wanted and becoming Jane I'm trying to figure out which which one oof Pretty much just a guess for me. Um, wanted. They sounded like 2007 movies for some reason. Uh, <laughs> that
1: sounds like a, that sounds like a George yeah. Bush movie to me. I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: that movie definitely came out during the pres- presidency of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I can just tell by the title.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say Wrinkly Mass Murderer, the
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, I'm you sorry. have some thoughts about Reagan, don't you? He's he...
1: Yeah, uh, he's a mess. Anyways, uh, Josh, say I'm becoming... gonna get a final answer. So
2: it's gonna be Narnia first, then becoming Jane, and then Wanted, and whatever the other one was because that came out recent. Uh, Trance, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, that those are the that's the order.
1: That's your final answer.
2: Yeah, that's my final answer. You
1: are correct.
2: Oh boy! Ah, you got it. Narnia, Woo!
1: 2005. Becoming Jane, 2007. Wanted, 2008. France, 2013. Danny Boyle's last film before uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. Steve Jobs. Uh, goat. Speaking of Michael Fassbender. Oh, buddy. Okay. Cody, that is your category. Okay. All right. All right. So your shit. movies are. Oh my god. Okay. Prometheus. Jonah Hex. A Dangerous Method. The fuck. And Slow West. Writing them down so you can I, um, look at them. What was
0: that fourth one?
1: Slow West. Oh, Jesus Christ. Cheese uh. and rice indeed. A great snack. <laughs> this
0: isn't the one where we get hints, right? No, it's not. <laughs> I haven't even heard of two of these movies.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> Prometheus, right? You haven't heard of that one?
0: Yeah, that movie I heard was garbage. Yeah. Just kidding, I like
1: it. Love Prometheus. You need oh. hear? Do you need to hear those again? No, I got them all written you down. Got them. All right, so what are you thinking? Holy shit!
0: <laughs> Gotta hate this game. Um. All right. Fuck it. Um. Oh boy. Jonah Hex is the most recent. Then Prometheus. Then we're gonna say. Slow West and a
1: Dangerous Method, and I'm wrong. You are. <laughs> You're very wrong. I'm Tell sorry. Me. Jonah Hex came out in 2010.
0: Oh, shit, really?
1: Yeah. Dangerous Method in 11, Prometheus 2012, Slow West
0: 2015.
1: Oh, buddy. I'm sorry, Cody. Don't be sorry. You uh, you you do not get the point this time. The points I'm... are stupid anyway. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what
2: losers say. Uh, yeah, that is what <laughs> they say.
1: <laughs> All right, Josh, are you ready for me?
2: I am ready. All Loki right. Hope you made it hard. All right. Again, Jennifer Lawrence and the okay. movies are Serena. Okay. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Light Crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> and, Win- and Winter's Bone.
1: I okay. I'm not. I'm not 100 convinced that Like Crazy is an actual movie.
2: <laughs> so you've never heard. You've never seen Like Crazy. No. Wow. Really? I've never even heard of that movie. Same here. Um, and I love movies.
1: I know movies. I've Never heard of that that's before.
2: That's a really okay. So can
1: you give me those one more time?
2: Yeah, I'm sure that's a really popular movie. Um, Serena. Obviously not. And two of us haven't heard of it, so I don't know. Two out of three majority of rules. Yep. Um, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Okay. Like Crazy.
1: Like, crazy. That's the one I missed. Okay. I like this writing things down, Matthew Cody. And Winter's Bone. Okay. (sighs) Oh, boy. Okay, so I know Hunger Games was 13. And I know Serena was either 14 or 15 because I was on the shelf. So just for argument's sake, I'm going to say 15. Winter's Bone, she got the the nomination for. So that one was like 2009-ish. So I'm gonna say that. Okay. So let's see. Where does like crazy fit into there? Like crazy, like crazy, like crazy. That's not even. Hmm. <laughs> like crazy. I don't. Man, I'm really drawn a blank. I've never heard. I'm. I'm definitely looking this up after I give my answer. Cause i The fact that I've never heard of this is amazing. Um. Hmm. Okay. So. You know what? I'm going to go for it. Alright, here's my order. From earliest to most recent, so the oldest one to the most recent film. Winter's Bone, Like Crazy, Catching Fire, Serena. You are correct. Got it. Yes. I knew. I mm, Got it. <laughs> nice. So tell me about Like Crazy.
0: It's, it's a 2011 20s. American romantic comedy or drama film. Directed by Drake Dormis and starring Anton Yelchin, Felicity Jones, and Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Yeah, that's like, that's Jen Ursa. But was she a rebel in that in that movie? <laughs> no.
2: <I don't...
1: laughs> I've actually, I've honestly never, like, I didn't You've
2: even never experience. heard, I mean, I can understand ever seeing it, but never hear, you've never heard of Light Crazy? What's what? a fucking indie movie, Josh? Come on. You made
1: for $250,000. What shoes indie... cost that? <laughs>
0: i bet most people have never
1: heard of this movie i
0: don't know i don't know i I put
1: money on it by the way this the director's last movie before like crazy was a movie called douchebag so i feel like i i need to see that movie
0: (laughs) it's a it's a um it's a movie about you
1: (laughs) that's that's cruel that's cruel. I'm trying Sorry, to think you, of, like... You made me
0: lose this fucking game, so you deserve it.
1: Well, you lost it. You lost yourself. I just... Nope. I, I gave you the tools in which to hang yourself, you, unfortunately. You, you,
0: you gave me the rope. But, um...
1: I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, well, fun. Game night. Cody, you did a... You, you did, We're having so much fun! But, hey, here's the standings. Cody's got three points. I've got four points. And Josh has four points. So... You're within you're within striking distance, so it's not over yet. And plus, if you do well in our uh, trivia episode, whenever that may be, you can add an uh, add on two points, just like you did last time. So you're you're still in the game, Cody. We'll see. We will see. We'll Very see At
0: what point I become just a shadow?
1: <laughs> just a shadow of a man who who doesn't read To Kill a Mockingbird like a and Snapchat about it, like a totally... Oh,
0: that was my fucking reading, watching, listening to. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find something else.
1: What, other, what other book are you gonna Snapchat? The Quran or something? I, I I'm studying, like I'm studying religions. But anyways, uh, let's talk about uh, the, the, the movie offering of the day, of the night, of the weekend. X-Men Apocalypto. <laughs> so mel gibson is back uh no x-men apocalypse uh the seventy seventy third 73rd film in the x-men series as a part of the the fox x-men uh based films can't hard to believe we've come this far 73 movies that's what it's kind of what it feels like to be honest
0: second only to james bond you know
1: i i can't i can't argue that there's there's way too many of those there's like there's probably ten more of those than need than there needs to be, but yeah, that's more than that's fair. But uh, so Memorial Day weekend, as as it always is, every couple of years, is X Men weekend. So we've we've had this circled on the calendar for a long time. And before we dig into this movie, we're let's take the let's take a few minutes and just talk about the X Men movies, just in a general sense of all of them. So, uh. Josh, I'm going to start with you. So from X-Men 2000, just give us a brief summary uh, of every movie up until Apocalypse.
2: Okay. Uh, X-Men, the first one. I think it's a great movie. Uh, Really, really fun movie. A little dated, um, but it's a really great movie. Without this movie, the genre would not exist or be what it is today. Um, Spider-Man may have been one of the first, but this movie came before it and was the reason that movie got made. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, without the first X-Men... Superhero movies would not be a thing, and it was great. Brian Singer did a great job. X2 is blows the first one out of the water. It's one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. Um, I think it's a fantastic movie. Still one of the best X-Men movies that has ever been made. Um, really fantastic movie. Great underrated villain with William Stryker.
1: Oh, um, not, how is he underrated? He's awesome. I, Who no, really me, doesn't no, think
2: no, he's awesome? No one talks about William Stryker when they're talking about great superhero villains. You like, should hear me talk in my sleep, then. I'd never <laughs> hear anybody talk about him. He's awesome in that movie. Um, yeah, just delves into Wolverine's past. Um, it almost did the Jean Grey Dark Phoenix, and then that got messed up, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, and, you know, it just it's really bigger, more, uh, has a lot more depth. Great depth, uh, great movie. Um, I love it. And Nightcrawler's in it, and he's amazing. Um, And then you get to X-Men 3, and I (laughs) fucking hate this movie. I fucking hate X-Men The Last Stand with a passion. It's one of the worst movies ever in the world. I despise it. Whoa Uh, there. Tell us how you really feel. I hate this movie. This movie takes a giant dump Brett Ratner, fuck you! You're a fucking idiot. Well, okay,
1: okay. Well, let's let's de- let's separate the man from the movie here. Like, okay. I'm not I'm not about to defend Brett Ratner as a human being.
2: He's not a good director.
1: He is the guy who said, and I quote, "Rehearsal is for fags," which is like, <laughs> well, a high F- school him- a high schooler a high school quarterback would like sneer at that. Like, oh, come on, bro. That's F him
2: for using that word because I hate when people use that word. Yeah. Uh, but, and
1: he actually said that, by the way. Like he was quoted in saying that, so that's not just me quoted. making stuff up. He's, yeah, he's a dick then, but uh, he's an awful just, person.
2: But as a director, just he's he's not a good director. I'm sure he's maybe he's a nice guy, but I've never no, seen he's him
1: not. That. He's not. He's the okay. worst <laughs> person. He's everything you expect a Hollywood sleazebag to be.
2: Okay, so, well, X Men: The Last Stand takes a giant dump on everything that was set up by Bryan Singer in X One and Two. Um and it just it completely throws all the development that was done in those two movies away, out the garbage. It does a terrible job of handling Mystique and Gene, and it the way the Phoenix saga is done is appalling. It's horrible. Um, the It's just, it's a 90-minute it's long movie. Like, that's like a comedy. Like, it's, like, it, I think it's, personally for me, it's worse than stick. I think Ooh. it's, just it's just nothing but terrible humor and you know it's slapstick and silly silly action fun. Sure, maybe it's a little entertaining here and there. But that's it. It has a really cool opening scene. That's about it. Um, and it just and it also the way it closes out Jean and Wolverine's relationship is terrible. Does terrible with Cyclops. It just it, it's terrible. I hate that movie. Um, and then after that we got another movie that's not good. Um, X Men Origins Wolverine, which isn't good it's not bad i think it's not as bad as people make it out to be but it's not a good movie i barely remember it um this was actually the first x-men movie i ever saw mm. um and i enjoyed it when i first saw because i was like i think i was like 14 13 years old um but you know it, i mean hugh jackman's great but i mean that's about it uh, ryan reynolds is good for the first 15 minutes when he's allowed to speak and uh liv schreiber is good as saber everything else is kind of just forgettable. It's generic, boring action stuff. It just, it's just, whatever.
0: Um, this is when the canon started
2: getting fucked up, too. Yeah, and then, then everything. Because remember when Sabretooth was in the first movie? Yeah, he was, a, like, a monster. And this <laughs> one then, is then like he came back, and, like, they didn't, they acted like they didn't even know each other. Yeah, in was, Wolverine. I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, just, and this is what yeah, again, like you said, it's, like, when the things didn't start to make sense. And, um, but I like Gavin Hood as a director, so I think that was more of a studio meddling type of movie. Yeah. Um, and then, luckily, a few years later, Matthew Vaughn came in and saved the franchise uh, with X-Men First Class. Fantastic movie. One of the best of the franchise. Um, I don't... I don't. I go back and forth between this and X2, What I like more. But um, I think it's a really great movie. Michael Fassbender is incredible uh, as Magneto. Um, and this movie is everything that I wanted out of the Star Wars prequels. Um, the... <laughs> the relationship between Magneto and Xavier and their fall of the friendship and the rise of the villain is just, it's beautifully done something they did in one movie that they couldn't do in three star Wars movies. Um, And just in the, the kids, I thought the kids are great. Beast is great. Um, I even like the character. uh, What's her name? Uh, Rose Byrne. Um, I really like her. Um, I think it's a fun movie. It just, it feels like a Matthew Vaughn movie, although it feels a little toned down from his usual work. Um, but I think he does great. The action's great. Um, and has the best cameo ever with Wolverine. Um, it's amazing. And then, uh, what came after that? Uh, the Wolverine, I think. Yeah. I forgot about Um, that movie. Uh, the Wolverine, such an underrated movie. I don't know why more people don't at least talk about it. I think this movie is awesome. I, I really think this is an awesome movie. Third act is a little goofy. It's a little overly comic booky. But, like, it's just so... At least in terms of, like, the rest of the movie it's doing. But, like, has awesome characters. It takes place in Japan. And I'm a huge... I love Japanese culture and stuff. And it's just... It utilizes that really well. has this really awesome character, um, Yukio, which I hope we see again one day. Um, And it's just... It's the closest we've ever gotten to, like, Wolverine going completely unleashed. Until another movie that we'll talk about later. Um, And... It's it's awesome. I think it's a really fun movie. Uh, Mason, you said you still haven't seen it, right? No. OK, um, you should see it soon. Um, well, I'll it's,
1: try. <laughs>
2: it's really it's really good. Um, I have a lot of fun whenever I watch this. I just rewatched it. I think it's great. Um, and then you get to and it also has an amazing post credit scene. That's one of my favorite post credit scenes ever. Um, and then you get the X-Men Dates of Future Past. The best of the franchise, hands the down. The Empire Strikes Back of the X-Men movies, if you would. That probably, yeah.
1: The uh, Attack of the Clones of the X-Men films. Christ. Yes. Um,
2: it's <laughs> a great, amazing movie. Brian Singer came back, kicked ass, he had a giant task ahead of him, and he knocked it out of the park, bring together the old cast, the new cast, and he had an amazing script that balanced it out really well. A um, couple of minor little, how did this happen, issues I have with it, but, like, they're like honestly, I completely don't care about those because the rest of the movie is so well done. Um, and everything's great. And you know what? A lot of people give Jennifer Lawrence some crap about how she plays Mystique. I think she's awesome in this movie, and I think she's better than Rebecca Romaine was in the originals. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, she's better than the person with three lines. That's
2: tough. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, in terms of, like, her physicality. But, right. like, I, th- I thought she was great in this movie, and I think I love and Magneto's great, and it's and, and James McAvoy is amazing in this movie. He steals the show, so I, I love it. And it's great. So that's my take on the X Men movies. Great, Cody. Shit. <laughs> um, I'll
0: just go through the ones I liked. I liked X Men One because I was six when it came out. Loved it. Um, X Men Two. I loved it because I was eight. When did that movie
1: come out? Yeah, it's close enough.
0: Um, liked it X Men Three. I liked it when I first saw it because I was ten, and I see it now and it's garbage, absolute garbage. Makes no sense. X Men Origins is garbage, absolute garbage. Makes no sense. <laughs> Not necessary. They ruined Deadpool. Um, what came after that one? Was it First Class?
1: Yes. Uh, the Wolverine. But you oh. said you didn't see that. Wolverine, I saw it,
0: forgot it because it was a boring movie.
1: Oh, sorry, Josh,
0: I did not like it, and it was just weird. It was so weird. What did you like about it? It wasn't consistent from the end of that movie to Days of Future Past. I thought it was.
1: Was it was it more or less consistent than Tony giving up Iron Man at the end Iron Man three and then being Iron Man again in Ultron?
0: Basically,
1: the same amount.
0: (laughs) Um. Mason, do you mind if I spoil this? Cause spoil what? The end of the Wolverine. Oh, I don't care. So, he gets his
1: claws chopped off.
0: Right? I'm not wrong. Yeah. Really? He has them in Days of Future Past.
1: Well, isn't that like a way, a long time, much like way longer? Like well, uh, no, it doesn't later? go back though. It's like 10 years later. Okay. Huh.
0: That's well,
2: interesting. So what?
0: I mean, Where's it's like the consistency?
2: A, yeah, but this, yeah, he's the the Wolverine just, should be a completely yeah. separate entity. Then be in Days of Future Past, how does how does um, Xavier come back to life? That's a good question that they should have answered too. Yeah, but like it's like again, it's just a little tiny. Sure, it's a little inconsistency that doesn't, doesn't
0: ruin a movie. Well, to be fair, Patrick Stewart coming back to life is
1: not a tiny inconsistency. Plus, it's it's his powers. I mean, I don't know, that's but anyways. What's it? But what else, yeah, like?
0: I just that movie doesn't do it for me. Mm,
1: okay.
0: Um, First Class, I love it. Love that movie. I love it like a child. <laughs> and you can tell I really like Days of Future Past. It's the best X Men movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Still, and we'll get to Apocalypse in a minute.
1: Great. Uh, so as for me, uh, I. I I kind of agree with Josh on a lot of points, especially early on. Except for one. Uh I I I, I like X Men just fine, but it is the, the cheese factor just kinda always gets to me and it's just it's a little awkward in spots, so that's the one that I've definitely seen the least. I've seen the movie once or twice, which, you know, that's that's fine. Uh X X two I love, as you know, just like everybody else does. it's just it's miles above uh X Men. It's just it's it works on every level. I can't think of anything I don't like about the movie. It it tones down the cheese and ups the kind of the badass the badassery and just the characters just go in really cool places and you know I I think is that the is that the movie where um, Wolverine goes with those kids to their house and yeah. like the government shows up that I've always loved that scene. That's it's great, awesome. Have you tried just not being a mutant like the, the movie? <laughs> I mean the movie came out in like the early two thousands and it's it. It did so much about like just homosexuality, really, and like that's what these movies kind of do is they just they're they're they more onto
0: the big issue that's being debated and yeah they throw mutants in there they which tell is a big really they tell like. a big
1: story with uh an, in a fantastical superhero big actiony way and like in um in first class for instance I'm no I'm skipping ahead a little bit but there's a uh, beast at one point says well they didn't ask so I didn't tell it's like that's perfect that's exactly <laughs> what people are talking about and that makes the movie that much better. And, um, yeah, I've always, so I've always loved, I've always loved X2, that, that's a fabulous movie. Um, X3, I've seen it once, and I think I, I've seen bits and pieces of it here and there, but I've seen it once all the way through. I don't remember being that offended by it, maybe it's just my memory or something, like that, but I thought, like, Magneto, for instance, was cool, and the, like, the final battle was, was pretty cool, and I just, I don't know, I... I would I guess I'd have to go back to revisit it, but as it stands, I think it's I think it's a pretty a pretty good movie. I don't know. I don't I nothing jump nothing jumps out at me as being bad about it. And it's it's I mean, it's written by Penn and, Zach Penn and Simon Kinberg who are who do I, much of this stuff. So
2: I I don't like Zach Penn. Okay. That's
1: all right. Well well maybe this is a conversation for another day. So i <laughs> maybe I'll rewatch it sometime just to refresh my memory. But I don't I don't remember hating it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Obviously, not as close. It's a huge step down from X two, but what wouldn't be, to be honest. So, um, uh, moving ahead. Never uh, with all the bad press that Wolverine X Men Origins Wolverine gets, I don't. I never saw the point in watching it. It's like, yeah, that doesn't seem like it's going to be a good. It investment doesn't my exist time.
2: technically anymore.
0: So okay,
1: sure. that's good. <laughs>
0: that's good. That's why I love Days of Future Past so much. They had the balls to reset their entire canon, mm-hmm. and I love that.
1: Might have come back to bid him, but we'll talk about that. Um, and then Wolverine, like I said, never really got around to. Uh, yeah, that's maybe I will, but I don't think I'm really missing out too much. You could take it or leave it. Yeah, uh, X Men First Class is amazing. Like it's it's. I would say for Matthew Vaughn, I kind of I kind of felt bad for him because you could tell that he wanted to do way more than he ended up doing, but he couldn't. So I kind of was like, eh, well, maybe next time, Matt. But uh, he sort of got that out of his system with Kingsman. I think it's a. I think it's a great movie. It's it's very similar to um to the Brian Singer stuff. It's very you know those <coughs> movies, they work they work together really well. Um, the special effects are kind of eh, they're not that good <laughs> when, I, when I rewatched it recently, which is probably my only critique that I have for the movie. Everything else is just like it's great. I mean, Fassbender special. We'll get into this later, but he's just that's some that's probably the that's a top five. Uh, comic book movie, you know, performance as a character, just, throughout all these movies, he's just so, so damn good. And uh, Days of Future Past, you know, it's the second movie, so it's kind of awesome. And by the way, First Class, an origin story that I like. Go figure. I actually, oh, yeah. I love that one. I don't like those, but that one's see, awesome.
0: The, that movie doesn't really seem like an origin story. It seems more like a Yeah, up. the
1: origin story sort of sneaks up on you. It's like, yeah, oh. it's good. Oh, damn it, they're laying seeds of the, of the relationship. Then, yeah, like, right at the end, it's like, oh.
0: Yeah, I forgot that he was supposed to be in a wheelchair.
1: They ease into it. They don't like, "Hey, here's my origin," like Deadpool or you know, Dark Knight, or not Dark Knight, or Batman Begins. It's hey, like, hey, here's my here's my origin, guys. Look, look. Here's I'm a Wikipedia originated. article over the, told over the course of two and a half hours. It's Let's like, go. Ah, damn it.
0: <laughs> Four comic panels.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Ugh. But no, yeah, that like I said, this one so so subtly just does the origins, and it just it it's just so clever and so well done. Days of Future Passes. I I just rewatched it this week to prepare for Apocalypse. It's incredible. You can't tell me anything. You, you nobody can convince me otherwise to be honest. I don't, like I would love to talk to somebody who's like, "Ah, oh, hey, I don't like that movie." Because I just don't understand it.
0: You can't not love that movie. I don't think I've ever met anyone who dislikes this movie.
1: It's gotta be, uh, and if they do, they're just being saying it to be jerks. They're
0: just trying to be contrarian. So
1: t- exactly. They're trying to pull a Mason, but, uh, <laughs> great. So now we're all caught up.
2: Uh, I one one other point I just had to make. Okay. Uh, uh, what's her name? Anna Paquin as Rogue. I hate her. She oh Just out there.
0: Hmm. Okay. Oh, I have nothing else. I just did you to watch it. the Rogue cut?
2: I didn't yet. I really wanted to. For I somebody. didn't get to watch
0: it yet. <laughs> I want to see it, too, but I don't want to buy it.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you have a digital copy? I'll, I'll take dibs on that.
2: I, I, didn't I? No, I gave you a digital copy of something else. No, yeah.
1: probably that thing probably ran out by now. It was cheap bastards. Uh, but, all right, so okay. we're now we're, we're at Apocalypse, and Cody, I'm going to start with you, because you were the one who was, I feel like, the most passionate about the trailers. So, what are your thoughts on X-Men Apocalypse?
3: What
0: did I say about the trailer?
1: You said the last, the most recent one. Looked oh, it was cool.
0: garbage, yeah, because it was. Okay. Um, and it was not indicative of the movie at all because I really like this movie.
3: Mm. Okay.
0: The Rotten Tomato scores are ridiculous on this. I don't know why they're so low. It does not deserve to be that low. Mm-hmm. I I love this movie. I don't, Love is a strong word. I really like this movie. Hmm. I, I had so much fun watching it. I love all the characters, even the ones that show up for one scene. You know who I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's just I had fun. Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse was so great. He was so over the top. I loved hearing him talk. I would watch a whole movie of him just going around talking to people. My child What are you doing You're squandering your powers Let me take you back to fucking Auschwitz Just No I, I had I had a lot of fun watching this movie And at the end it was Just great I, I had lots of fun and I
2: kind of want to see it again
1: hmm. Okay Josh
2: Um So let me, I just have to say this first Before I actually my thoughts on the movie Like I said I've been sick all weekend This is the first time Today is the first day since like Friday night That I've left my house <laughs> Um, uh, I not I have I've, I've been stuck inside all weekend feeling terrible. And so I had to miss seeing it on opening weekend. I was really really upset. And finally I'm like, you know what? Finally today I feel good enough. I leave the house, go see the movie. I'm like, I don't care about the reviews, I don't care what people are saying. I don't care if they're saying it's just okay or it's bad. I it was like, I just want to see awesome X-Men and some more some cool I Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse and you know all this cool stuff. And you know what? I had a damn good time in that theater. It was I had a ton of fun. This was, this was the most, you know, x men comic book of all of the series to date. It was really crazy and a little bit weird and um, a little, you know, is it probably a mess in certain places? I don't really know. I, I'm i not, I mean, I didn't really watch this that much with a critical eye just because I was just like, you know what? I just want to have some fun because I'm... I'm going to have a good time at the Yeah, It's like, God I don't, I like, God damn it, I want to have fun. And... <laughs> Um, is I just I I am not gonna say like this is like a great movie or anything. I can't. I probably I'll probably watch it again in a couple of days. and Maybe I'll have a, a more definitive like critique um, of the movie with some more like you know pros and cons and all that. But overall, I'm just I had a fun time watching it. Awesome stuff. Uh, the performances are great. Even though I think J Law was kind of phoning it in a little bit. Oh, um, she was. She looked like she was really bored. Um, but other than that, I'm just. I thought you know it was really fun. Uh, the characters were done well. I love the new characters. I think the new Jean and Scott and Nightcrawler um, and Storm are all awesome. Um, the action scenes are fun. Um, Apocalypse is cool, even though he's kind of boring. Um, you know, just and I had fun and I loved everything with Magneto. Michael Fassbender is amazing, um, and the cameo that they spoiled in the trailer that they shouldn't have done uh, was amazing with Wolverine being. One of the best things ever, um, and that's why we need an R-rated Wolverine movie. So,
0: <laughs> hmm. all right, you're up, buddy. Don't disappoint us. You know, Mason's disappoint us. We don't care.
1: Hey, I didn't. I did not know what you guys were going to say about the movie. So this is all a surprise to me. Um, yeah, I, I I went to the movie and I, I knew I know how to temper my expectations. I I know that in the history of movies, I off the top of my head, I can't name. I can't, I can't name a single third part of a trilogy that I thought has, I mean, unless it's a trilogy like the prequels where that's kind of garbage throughout and the third one's sort of, a, even if it's, even though it's kind of bad, it's just, it's at least a step up, which makes it kind of seem better. I knew, I knew, I knew what to, to balance my expectations for the movie and I knew how much I loved, uh, for, um, how much I love first class and days of future past. So I came into this thinking, okay, I'm, it's, this is going to be a it's gonna be fine. It's not. Nothing's gonna be Those wrong. Those movies are still gonna be there. Yeah, I'm not gonna to get too worked up. And you know, after I saw it, I didn't get too worked up. It's you know, it's I I I kind of feel, in my my heart says five out of ten, but like my mind says, no, you liked it. You just didn't like it that much. So, I don't know. It's it's fine. There's nothing. This isn't a movie that's I'm gonna remember. And when we get to the end of the year, it's not gonna. It won't. It's not even any as as of right now. It's nowhere close to my top ten, and I in that nothing will change that. I think, and I just, I just, I, I this movie this movie was more of a feeling for me than it was like an actual, um, like a critique that I can make. When I was watching this, I just I sort of just felt like tired. It's like okay, I see what we're doing here. I know I understand what you're trying to do, but it's just not working for me. There's there's, they're trying to throw too many characters in at once it's (laughs) to me it's this is kind of the same movie as civil war except the difference is michael fassbender and james mcavoy where they're just so they're just such awesome characters and they just have they're great actors and they have a great back and forth repartee relationship all that kind of stuff but it just it just didn't work for me i mean i liked it just like i said because of fassbender but you know it's to be honest i know you're gonna hate me for this josh but of all the X Men movies that I've seen, it's it's definitely my least favorite. I would really, yeah. You
2: I need just, to watch X Three again.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll feel different. But as of as of right now, you know, it's I, it was a kind of it was a it was more of a letdown than I expected it to be. I guess. So let's let's so let's dig deeper into the movie. We'll start with the you know the title Apocalypse. What did what did you guys think of just of the performance of the character of all that stuff? Break it down for me
0: Apocalypse?
1: Yeah, Cody, we'll start I with you. I loved him. Mm-hmm.
0: Even though his motivations were kind of boring, like you said, josh, I, I I loved hearing him talk, like I said earlier. i he could narrate everything in my life, and I'd be happy because he would make such a big deal out of it. And he would feel so entitled. To have the right to narrate my life for me. <laughs> and I'm so okay with it.
1: I just I know I'm imagining you at Target just like buying stuff and you just have a little apocalypse on And you he know. will buy
0: this my... t shirt. My son, why don't you buy this T shirt? You deserve both.
1: In their decadence, they sell them for for store brand microwavable popcorn. But we'll buy a better one. <laughs> Our name brand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good teamwork there, but uh, yeah, you like so you loved Apocalypse. I you liked, liked him.
0: I, I liked him as a villain. I would. I mean, I like Magneto better as a villain, but
1: well, he, no, only Magneto really had, only the Joker can top Magneto as a villain, yeah. to be honest.
0: You know, because Magneto kind of has reasons for being a villain, especially yeah. in this
1: movie. And Fassbender, but and Michael Fassbender because he's sure. perfect. Exactly, Josh. What do you
2: think of Apocalypse? I mean, I thought, I mean, yeah, you could say, I think it was probably like a waste of Oscar Isaac's talent. Um, but I mean, he, I mean, the villain, there's really not much to the apocalypse character that I know of. I don't know him as well as other people, but like, I mean, he's fine. He's just a big, he wants to rule the world I and mean, it's all he, it's all he wants. And I mean, that's cool. You could have made, he's kind of menacing and his powers are really cool. But I, he gets just kind of—he's just kind of boring. Um, there's nothing interesting about him. Do you um,
0: think that he should have been taller?
2: Yes. Because Oscar Isaac's kind of short. He was pretty much—he was like just as tall as, as any of his horsemen. I think Fastbender was even taller than him.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think so too. Yeah, Isaac's listed as a generous five foot nine, and as somebody who's five foot nine, I can relate.
0: Are you a generous five foot nine or an actual five foot nine?
1: Yeah, I'm probably generous. Um but he's way more handsome than will ever be. So he's perfect man. Pretty much.
0: He's right underneath Fastbender and Paul Rudd. Whoa. Sorry.
1: Um. <laughs> now take off your Poe Dameron goggles for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Just... No, I, I agree. He's anybody who eats Cheetos with a chopstick is bane material. <laughs> but... Alright, what else? What else you get? Uh, who was talking? I can't remember. Cody, yeah. Ear. Yeah, Josh. What else?
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, he was he was menacing, um, but it just he was fine. Uh, and I also think the horsemen were kind of underused until the end of the movie, where that was really cool. Um, what else? Just uh, again, Magneto. Mag- I mean, he's. Pro- I'd probably say he's. No, you know, I'd say Wolverine's the best part of the
3: movie.
0: But
2: I would disagree. I, I'm a Wolverine fanatic so, so that's, that, that's probably something to do yeah. with it um but um but other than uh i'll get to that in a minute but magneto it, the scene with him in the forest um was fantastic i actually thought that was a really great scene um it was cool and really cool they gave him a wife and daughter had him try to live a normal life for those 10 years like that was cool um yes but i wish um
0: they found a way to set it up in days of future past
2: yeah, I mean, because it but seems
0: like they just added that in to develop his character, so he would be more of a tragic uh, anti-hero.
1: To be fair, I love it. I really, I really like it when when uh, movies like like this or Dark Knight Rises do a time jump because I don't know. Some people find it frustrating that they don't explain it, but I love kind of filling in the blanks in my own head and like letting my imagination run wild. It's like I wonder I wonder how he ended up here, and I I enjoyed that with uh, with Magneto. That was that was pretty cool okay. for me. That's fair. Yeah, that's a fair point. But uh, for me with Apocalypse, Josh, I I agree with what you said, but much more uh, intensely is that this is a huge waste of Oscar Isaac's time. Because, I mean, as great of an actor as he is, he's kind of like monotone, and and the costume is kind of silly, and he sort of gets lost in it where I'm never... when I think of this movie, I never, I'm not going to think of it as an Oscar Isaac movie because oh, no, he kind of, he sort of blends into his, he blends into his role. Um, like he becomes Apocalypse, but in the worst way possible. Like it just, I, I don't know. I just, I felt nothing for this guy. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the effects they did of like when he, when he erased people was, and, you know, wasted him was pretty cool. Or, like he melted people into the walls or he just sort of, uh, kind of disintegrated that one guy. That was cool and stuff. Didn't make sense why he didn't just do that all the time. But that's a movie. Th- that that's a common movie trope. So whatever. But I I just like if if you're gonna use Oscar Isaac, that's cool. But like, give him something to do. Give him a, an interesting meaty role and not just this kind of uh, sort of just boring one note kind of villain. I, I, I just I if I was if I was his agent, I would ask I would ask for double the money because like oh. wow. Uh, my guy just spent however many months on this to kind of do nothing, and that didn't really help out his career. I mean, nobody's going to – I mean, as as much as people – as many people that love Star Wars, I mean, I, I doubt half of them are going to be able to recognize that that's Oscar Isaac, to be honest. Okay, so
0: let's pretend for a second
3: mm-hmm.
0: we had somebody else play Apocalypse. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, you you could have put any actor in the role. Exactly. Yeah. So say we did that. Do you would you still be as disappointed in Apocalypse if it wasn't Oscar Isaac?
1: I mean, probably. I guess not, since I know how awesome. Since we all know how awesome he is. Yeah, I I like. I literally just watched rewatch Ex Machina, and that's an amazing performance. And we and I've seen Star Wars six times. And that's a great performance. What can be described,
0: or Ex Machina has what can be described as the greatest cinematic scene of all time,
1: possibly the dancing scene. Dancing, fits that works with any song. It's great. It does. Did you w- you watch that link? Right. Of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I'd probably be a little bit more forgiving if I don't know, like if it was Jamie Bell, I'd be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> they shouldn't given it. To that would look weird, um, but fine. But uh... just, but you have to. I do. I do take into consideration. That if you don't use an actor's talents, in a in a movie where somebody like Michael Fassbender is able to showcase, I mean he's one of the best actors working. Steve Jobs proved that. He and he's still he's able to like he's able to do like eight tenths of his acting ability in a in like a big superhero movie, which I think is awesome. And Oscar Isaac they they give him like three tenths maybe. It's like okay here's here's the be- here's the highest you can get because of how we've written and we've designed this this character and this role. So I was just uh, this this is this is a bad idea I think for any actor because it's just you're kind of fighting a losing battle really, at least that's that's what I think about it. But and he was just the character was you know didn't really he was cool. I mean I like the idea of the first mutant, but they didn't really do anything else do really anything with that. I'm sorry I'm just like like kind of like the, most of the movie I'm just indifferent towards it, but. Since, uh, since you did bring him up, bring it up, Josh. Let's talk about some of the other performances, like from the just from the cast in general. So, what, uh, start with James McAvoy. What do we, what do we think of his third turn as Professor X?
0: Getting he's better. Great. He's so good.
1: I, I thought he's I like
0: coming into his own. Like he's taken that character, or that character belongs to him as much as it belongs to Patrick I, Stewart at this I, point. I,
2: mm-hmm. I still think Stewart and uh, Ian McKellen. Are the they're my the kind of the definitive versions of those characters on screen for me? But like both Fassbender and McAvoy are like they're they're great they're really great as those characters.
0: I would right. agree for uh, Patrick Stewart he's definitely the definitive uh, Professor X, but I like Fassbender
2: better as Magneto. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Is that because of him as like the character? <laughs> as his, him as an actor, I like him it, better as or an just, actor. Is it just because it's Fassbender
0: and <laughs> the movies that? Fassbender's been in um, – gives Magneto more of a role mm-hmm. where you can sympathize with him. And,
1: and as much as we love Ian McKellen, Fassbender's a better actor. Like, oh. And, the, the, like, just the intensity he brings, and he just kind of switches it on. Like that scene in First Class when he finds the two Nazis, he Ugh. goes from charming to, like, stab the guy in the neck or in the hand and all that kind of stuff. Like, the guy, he turns on a dime, and just, I just – I. And that, that works perfectly with Magneto because he's always just – he's seconds away from just wrecking stuff. Cause like he's, that
0: the scene he's... in um, Apocalypse, right uh, after his daughter right, and yep. wife died in the single most unfortunate arrow accidentally letting go.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That on, was but... a bit too perfect of a shot, but – You know, it's a movie. <laughs> him going from not believing what he's seeing to just devastation – and then to pure anger, just in three seconds.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Like that that scene. I, like I, to be honest, that scene. I know everybody's talking about the force scene. I just I happen to completely agree. That's if if that was that move. If that scene was toned down or if just it wasn't there or done in that kind of way, I would have flat out disliked this movie. But just for how great that was and how great he played it. I just I, I that that's what pushed me over the edge like okay I can say I like this movie confidently because and of that scene. to be honest like the, when he after after they die and after he kills all those guys with a necklace and he's just in a Marvel movie in a Marvel movie yeah, yeah that's where it cuts but in an X-Men movie that's where he says that's where he looks up to the sky and yells like, at God is this what is this what I you? am is this what I'm destined to be like the guy doesn't want to be evil but just he like the universe is working against him, the he the universe took his mom, the universe you know like just circumstances beyond his control, like killed his killed his parents. They, they, kind of uh, they they inadvertently caused his best him a rift between him and his best friend, they, um, and it killed his family. Like like I said, a Marvel scene cuts there, and just Fassbender and X Men in general, they take it one step further to be to mean more than. Just to be more of like philosophical, without kind of jamming your throat down to it. Like this guy, he's broken. Like he is just shattered too. He realized. You can definitely
0: that, see that. Like he he wears that on his sleeve in that yeah. scene uh, where he goes back to the steel mill, and he's like, "I'm gonna just, I'm gonna kill these guys." Like and then is, Apocalypse it, right. walks and he goes, "Who are you? I'm gonna kill these dudes."
1: Yeah, like he he knows. He's like, "I this is just what I'm destined to be," and he just sort of takes it by. You know, takes it by the shoulders and says, "Well, fine, I guess I'll." If you wanted to be me to be evil, right, then I'll man. be evil. Like that's the guy. He's always he's, he just keeps trying to fight it. And I like like that scene was just perfect. I loved it. So, ah, uh, man, that that was that was worth the price of admission, to be honest. Uh,
0: and talking about acting chops at the same time, you have James McAvoy. Like you know that four scene is um, Fassbender's st- uh, stand out, but that scene in Cerebro. Yeah. Where apocalypse takes over mcavoy's mind right you can see his facial expressions in that scene are amazing Mm -hmm. because you have confusion to fear right then to just feeling such power and then to envy it's just
1: beautiful yeah i've always i've always been a little bit um lower on mcavoy just because i feel like he gets overshadowed like, just for me personally, I know a lot of people disagree, and that's fine because I can see where they're coming from. But I feel like he gets overshadowed too much with, with Fossbender, where he's just, he's always, he kind of always hits very good for me. And he gets close to, like, for instance, the airplane scene from Days of Future Past.
2: Where, oh, I thought he was incredible in that scene.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Crazy. Yeah, no. is yeah, good, and he just, he brought it. But then, <laughs> Fassbender every, goes. with every move that he makes, Fossbender kind of doubles up on him and has oh. that scene where he goes, oh, Banshee and all those guys like that. I, don't, I just feel like he's yeah. they're kind of in a tug of war, and as yeah, much as yeah, as much as McAvoy too bad for McAvoy around,
0: that half of his scenes are just him going back and forth with uh, yeah. Michael Fastbender. He's
1: gonna lose that battle every time, but when he's on his own, he's I love him. But like like oh, I yeah. said, they're in a tug of war, and every time that McAvoy, you know, pulls up a little bit and gets and you know pulls Ma- Fastbender the other way, he slips in the mud, and Fastbender just rears back on him with a scene like the forest or the airplane scene. Like that's just. It's I love him, but he, he just he kind of he looks worse in comparison to Fassbender. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of actors would so, whatever. Uh, but let's talk about Jennifer Lawrence real quick. Uh, Josh, you talked about you mentioned this earlier, so I want to hear your full
2: thoughts. Okay. Uh, she's I mean some people like some people for some reason some people hate Jennifer Lawrence nowadays. I don't know why. Um, and some people really don't like her as Mystique. I think she's up to this point she's been great. Um, I think she was just kind of okay in this. I think she was. She was it just felt,
3: it in yeah.
2: It it really just felt like she was like, yeah, I don't care about being here. Can I just, you know, do my thing and go home and get my check? You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, she, she doesn't want to do it anymore. You can. Tell. But at the same time, it she she says in interviews like, no, I can keep doing more. I like I love doing these. It doesn't seem like then it.
0: Show it. Have some fun when you're making these movies. Yeah. Like you can tell, especially out of the whole cast, James McAvoy is having
1: a blast playing yeah. his role. You know what I think. This movie would have helped. I think it would have helped this movie to kill her, because in First Class you obviously see the her relationship with Charles. Like that's one of the you know the the big things, and they're like you know their relationship is a big part of the movie. Days of Future Past works because she's kind of behind everything, and it's very clever because like oh she her DNA and it makes sense too. Her DNA is what leads to the Sentinels, and this one, I mean let's be honest here, her power is kind of useless. I mean, oh, absolutely. other than she, yeah, she can impersonate people fine. But other than that, she's just sort of, she's like, you know, I, she's pretty much just black widow where she can fight. Yeah. And, but compared to everybody else, she's just sort of a buzzkill. And I think that,
2: I just think, they by, didn't know, no, what to I do think,
1: with think, yeah, I think that by killing her, like like killing her in the movie, it, that adds a lot to the movie and you can get, you can go a little bit deeper with Charles and, you know, and you know, even Magneto uh-huh. for that reason. And, you know, if she doesn't want to be in the movie that much, then fine. Give the movie a bottom icer, and you know, make make apocalypse. Like, what if halfway through the movie, apocalypse just wastes her right in front of Magneto or right in front of Charles? Like, how great would that be to make him become an awesome villain?
2: Yeah, that would have been.
1: Yeah, you know, that's just my I,
2: yeah,
1: my fan rewrite. Rewrite, I guess. But I
2: know. don't, I don't like, I don't like when they kind of just kill a character. Just for like, I don't want, for shock value. I guess it would be.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would work. It's like, a, I it, mean, a Rachel Dawes kind of a situation where it, you know it, that 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 her death affected Batman you know, and Harley. Deal with the story. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But then the other thing is, like, at the same time, is like I liked, I really love the Mystique character, and I think they could. There's more things that could be done with her. So it's like instead of just like, like just what? finding a reason, a kind of weak reason, or kind of not giving her that much to work with, just don't put her in the movie and just you know. When you get a story that you really want to utilize her well, yeah. use her for that movie, like mm-hmm.
1: I I, what else is there to do with her? I mean, she's 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 switched sides already and she's kind of just this rogue agent who doesn't really who's sort of aimless. like I is there anything specific that can be done with her, Josh?
2: I mean, even then just don't I don't know, just use her in a different way. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you don't have to maybe if her story has been done as best as much as it can be done then just you know use her in smaller role maybe it's you know, obviously it's Jennifer Lawrence so maybe they don't want to do that but it, ju- it really does seem like they're kind of just like yeah we have Jennifer Lawrence in these movies and we're going to make sure that people know that yeah, yeah um, but
0: at this point they're kind of typecasting her yeah she just... as the heart of the revolution like i yeah, that's i did true. not need that in
2: this movie huh i never thought about that i didn't did mind i didn't mind in... that i didn't mind her role like the way the character was used I just I I, I, they could have found somebody else. Like, they could have they could have done better with it, and I they could have given her a stronger material. And Jennifer Lawrence again phoning it in a bit. Um, but I mean, it didn't completely bother me.
1: Like that, no. But that scene at the end when she's with Quicksilver and Magneto's in that like I bubble, that was, I really like that. I can't remember what exactly she said, but she just like I was like, "Are you even trying right
0: now?" I'm gonna go fight for my
2: family.
1: John bye Eric yeah. come back
2: yeah there was a lot of, there was we a lot. need you Eric she just didn't, it didn't go didn't
1: somewhere else I'm not your mother like yeah. come on Jennifer we all know we've won, uh, you've won an Oscar have At least fun give it. come on this movie's Bospin's, fun just doing it do, with that, do what he does not as well because he can't but try that <laughs> but I, don't know, I just like I said Mystique Mystique she had a purpose in the first two movies and now she does she did not have a purpose in this movie other than yeah. just sort of to kind of just be there. And I feel like for a character that was set up to, that that was so crucial in the first two movies, for her to just wander around was disappointing and unnecessary. I'm looking
0: for uh
1: Hey, do you guys have a plot for me? No? Man, okay. I'm here. All right.
0: Oh, I guess I'll go get Nightcrawler.
1: Yeah. Is, yeah. Gosh. Did I do good, guys? Bye. This I guess I'm your reason. leader now, even though I can't really... I am the
0: hero he... of the revolution.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Bark. okay um but let's talk about some of the new cast actually okay um so we do we get a younger uh cyclops we get uh a younger what's her face Jean oh, Jean gray. Gray. yeah Jean gray younger nightcrawler i thought they were all very good yeah, they were all great i loved I love, sophie turner in this I, movie.
2: she was awesome and i, lo- I love scott summers uh, oh yeah hi sheridan is He's awesome great um, and even and- the um Nightcrawler, he's, he was good. Too. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, I loved him. The scene where he got his picture taken,
3: just
2: <laughs> <this, he> <laughs> smiling. That was hysterical. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he wakes up at the end, he's like, "What happened? What happened? What I miss?" That, well, was, he that missed was the good. whole, the whole thing. <laughs> <point. laughs> <laughs> um, I thought he was great. Um, and the new Storm, I thought was really good too.
0: Oh yeah, I like her too. <laughs> she, she wasn't like really. She, she has didn't. an accent.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. It Remember they it. tried to give it to uh, Halle Berry for like five minutes. What I happens know. when a uh, frog gets oh. struck by lightning? I do happens to everything else. Ooh, Very savage. savage. Yeah. Get out. Stop talking. Do it <laughs> she, 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 like, tried that. They tried to give her an accent for, like, a little bit in the first X Men movie. And then <laughs> They're like, kind of, God, it no. went
1: away. Yeah. Does yeah, she uh,
0: even have a speaking role in Days of Future Past? Yeah, she, she, she gets, like, so two lines. Doesn't she, she
1: get iced in that movie? She ma- yeah, she makes out Wolverine, too, which is cool. But another useless character was also Psylocke. Why was she there? That was dumb.
2: I didn't mind that at all because she was highly Olivia yeah, Mondays. but
1: if I'm looking at her from, like, a critical perspective, come on. She's, she's in the movie for five seconds. She's got three lines, and then and she goes I mean, through this incredible, char- like, she goes through this huge character development that Mystique took, th- you know, two movies to get to, and she just sort of, like, it happens in two seconds. She has no personality. Ugh, that was a uh, that was dumb. Psylocke did not need to be in this movie.
2: But yeah, but she was a same. You could say the same thing about uh, Archangel. Or well, I agree. Yeah, I will. He say did not so. need to be in this movie. He's garbage. You could also say the same thing about Storm too. It's yeah, like well, <laughs> they're, they're all. It's just they're the four horsemen. They're just the the powerful mutants that he's looking for. Well,
0: I think um, I think Psylocke's probably going to be the villain in the next movie. That'd be cool if they don't just straight up do the Phoenix Saga, which yeah. they probably. I hope are.
2: they do so badly. Yeah. I hope um, they do it
1: right this time, though.
2: Yeah, um, well, actually, I don't want them to do it the next movie. I want them to do, wait a couple movies and then do it.
1: But right, yeah. So Psylocke was a bit of a the again, just sort of extra stuff that the movie probably did not need. So yeah, that's and that's that's fine. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't have a good alternative for like. Okay, well, he has to have Apocalypse has to have four horsemen. So who else is it going to be? I don't really have an answer for that. So. We don't
2: would have been cool if Wolverine was one of them. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, that would like, be pretty sweet. I know, I know obviously people are like Wolverine really, like I you mean know, everyone's like kind of sick of how overly done Wolverine is But you know what? He's powerful. He I mean he can't die
0: and he has The only issue with that is I think um fucking Apocalypse would just try to take his body over.
1: Yeah, because then he would live forever. I just it would that would have been really cool. Can um
0: he, which wait, can he do that? Because didn't Oscar Isaac have the same Yeah. Uh, healing Factor? Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's going to live forever no matter what, but the metal
1: skeleton might help. Right. Yeah. Cool. So uh, what, else, what else do you guys uh, want to talk um, about? What's pressing on your minds? Um,
2: well, I guess we just mentioned it. Uh, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. The Wolverine scene. Oh, my God. I lost my mind. That was the coolest thing ever. And seeing Wolverine look like a friggin' animal with the hair and everything and stabbing people left and right, blood going everywhere. I just that got me. Honestly, that was the most excited, like some. That was probably some of the most ex, like minutes I've spent excited in a theater all year. Like I was just, like, I was just I was sitting there just like losing my mind. I was like, Oh my god, this is Wolverine I've always wanted. Now, um
1: as and, somebody who only knows movie Wolverine, I love Hugh Jackman and I like seeing Hugh Jackman act. But that yeah, but so that was kind of bummed that we didn't get. I thought he would be like, I didn't know he would be you know animal Wolverine. I thought that they'd it, be more. Like, oh, hey, guys, kind of a deal. I don't know why hey, I remember did. remember me? How's the, huh? How's the future? They're like, oh, okay. But, you know, that, that, it was still a cool scene. We did we got a lot of carnage, which was interesting. Yeah, that was... We and were definitely hinting movie. at that. Um, uh,
2: yeah. I'm, it got me so excited for the, the Wolverine, the final Wolverine movie. I'm going to miss him so much in this role.
1: How people Listen. can get that excited for just kind of over-the-top blood and guts and gore is beyond me but hey if you have a good time then have a good time but uh cody what did you think of the wolverine scene
0: it was all right um i didn't go bananas over it it was cool it was not completely necessary but not saying it was a bad thing don't get mad at me yeah um i don't know it was all right i just i'm so confused as to the whole timeline,
1: yeah, and the fact that they're go- they went from sixties, seventies to eighties to over the course of like five real years doesn't help them very much. Yeah,
0: it's like jumping oh, jumping so around
1: Ma- in time is kind of uh... so Magneto's fifty now, is that right? Okay, but he still looks okay. Might go fast, yeah. Yeah, I I kind of ignore that stuff. I get I get that you know they're doing these crazy things, but yeah, I- it hasn't bothered me yet. I don't I know I don't really think about that stuff when I'm watching the movie. I'm focused on like character development <laughs> like that too much but you know maybe it'll be a problem when we're in x-men 6 and the guys are supposed to be 70 years old or something so i don't know we'll probably
0: switch back to uh
1: the original <laughs> sorry
0: patrick stewart i yeah. forgot their names and <laughs> ian mccallum at that point if they're both still alive when we're doing that yeah I d- god
1: forbid not on wood. Hello, come in. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trash. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Quicksilver scene. Let's talk about that.
2: Awesome. Oh, my God. So good, so good, so good.
1: I still they... like the first one more, but this one was really – this one was pretty – this was well, funny. The this first was like one, a... I bet you liked the first one more because it was the first time you've ever seen anything like that. Uh, I, I just think – I thought that one was f- – just funnier i don't know I, I enjoyed that one more than i enjoyed this one because i guess i guess it, i think it's because i was expecting this one. exactly and yeah, I, it had it, an expect- I had that it,
0: came perfection. out of fucking nowhere in the first one or in days of future past just yeah. but when that
1: song oh, started playing that was fun. It was so good
0: <laughs> oh my god but, and
1: the, it kind of ends on a sour note he's like oh no i got everybody oh, out he said like, he didn't though no you didn't it's like oh okay Ooh. and they did do it like a couple more times with the whole with quicksilver doing his thing so that was kind of cool um but yeah, it was yeah, it was a great sequence.
2: Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Just just the second when everything slowed down, I was like, wait, what? Oh, and then you just see no. him walk. You just see him walk up the street, and you're like, with a oh, here we go. But yeah, I
1: I I feel like this one might have been too big. Whereas I liked it in the last one, where he was just going out through the room, and you could see him interacting with all this stuff. And he would like he he made it so that guy punched himself in the face, and he moved and he like moved the bullets. This one, he was just sort of. He was just kind of grabbing people and throwing them and saving them. I, I I I like the first one more, I guess. So what? Which one do you guys like more?
0: I like this one more. Oh, oh, okay. Boy. I don't know. That's a really great question. Can I just say I like them both?
1: Nope. You got to pick.
0: Fuck you. Sorry. Um. Damn son. <laughs> um.
2: Probably the apocalypse one. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Also, that? I want to. Also, I said I think a couple weeks ago when we were talking about something, I said I liked the Aaron Taylor Johnson Quicksilver more. I take that back because <laughs> since then, I, I at that point, I the last time I saw Days of Future Past was in the theater, so I would since rewatched it, and yeah, I was wrong. That's uh,
1: ridiculous.
2: Evan Evan Peters Quicksilver is amazing.
1: I was gonna fight
2: you. I seriously was way better.
1: So much better. Oh my god, because uh, this one's actually n- funny and has a personality. And did something. Exactly. And did something. that <laughs> Except die. That that Quicksilver's got it on him. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, anything else you guys want to cover?
2: Um, mm-hmm. We just talk about Wolverine more. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> All right. Time for, I think it's time for a grade. Uh, Josh, we'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to go like
1: 8.5. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go s- uh, 6.5. I liked it. But not that much.
0: I'm going to give it an 8.
1: Okay. So solid on the board. Good stuff. Y'all liked it. Yeah. To varying degrees, as always. Uh, Watching, reading, listening to. Cody, start with you.
0: Well, you got mine already. Sorry. (laughs) For the first time in my life, I'm reading uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. And there's no reason that this book should be so good i love it you're not
1: audio booking it though which is no i'm
0: actually reading it i actually read every once in a while
1: huh
0: i'm also re-listening i'm listening to an audiobook of uh
1: the great gatsby <laughs> wow you you pretentious asshole <laughs> great gatsby's a great book i know it's awesome i
0: know it probably wasn't that great when you were skimming
1: over it in uh 10th grade no well, actually my class never read it really no we were we read Macbeth. it was awesome
0: oh, I also read Macbeth. i read Macbeth in 11th grade though
1: <laughs> maybe I... well was i in a special later. education class i'm not sure uh um i don't know i was in normal no
0: it's, it's narrated by jake jillenhall what and he's really good
1: okay but was jake jillenhall i mean i love yeah. him but what
0: <laughs> should have yeah. been like toby mcguire or uh christopher walken <sighs> oh he would suck as a narrator Oscar isaac there you go
2: <laughs> oh, Christopher walking who would be amazing what are you talking Telling about no he wouldn't yeah, he, would I mean, he would be all over the place I mean, it would be distracting but it would be great he'd be like uh oh shit i got Hey,
0: tom uh, tom Buchanan it's me
1: a uh, jay gatsby you see that green <laughs> lighthouse what's <laughs> that all about me. hey where's daisy baby you know that got that kind of stuff <laughs> uh yeah nice so you enjoying it yeah are you gonna read the newer one that harper lee
0: uh had
1: beaten out of her by a nursing home attendant i don't know i haven't decided yet
0: (laughs) we'll see how i feel about the ending of uh
1: just imagine it to be like the you know it's like called the ghost set of watchmen if you just imagine it as the sequel to watchmen Watchmen, i'll be even more disappointed yeah it'll be funny it'll be a funny read cool (laughs) uh speaking of books by the way uh a while back, you at you said that you were interested in the in the uh, Harry Hole series, the Snowman prequel. I guess that it was in Australia. Yeah, I finished reading that.
0: How was it? It was all right. As good as the
1: Snowman? No, not oh, even. But close. that's
0: the one that was in Australia that they kept. Uh,
1: yeah, referencing. Yeah, it's it's okay. What's you the name the, of that one? The, the the bat. The bat. Yeah, Oh, I it's like got the a, animal theme. It's got a really really it's. The movie kind of like lulls you into this kind of soft, sort of sedating area, and then the ending just sort of like punches you in the face, and it's it's got a very, a very dark, twisted ending, just like the Snowman does. But the Snowman's like a, it's a more consistent like, what the hell is going on? This one just sort of throws it at you in the last like hundred pages, which is nice. Uh, so but I think it's it's still good. And I think you'd probably, I think you'd like it.
0: Let's but. see. I have an Audible credit. Let's, oh, let's see if it's on here.
1: All right, uh, Josh, what about you?
2: Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, last weekend, I went and saw Neighbors 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I liked it. It was funny. Um, well, I, the first one's like one of my favorite comedies of all time in the last several years at least. Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen it yet? No. Oh. Oh, you should know. <laughs> no. Why?
0: I didn't see the first one.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, talking about, I'm talking about the first Neighbors. No. You, you haven't seen the first Neighbors? Oh, I haven't seen should. any of those. You should. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, it's really, it's a funny movie. Uh, I think it's kind of lays it on. It's kind of replaces its characters with, uh, talking about feminism, which I'm not against, but at least, you know, make your characters, actual characters first before making them, uh, talking about, you know, messages and stuff. But other than that, uh, it's funny. Uh, Seth Rogen and Zac Efron are amazing. Rose Burns, hilarious. Um, Chloe Moretz is good. Uh, Really funny movie, um, and it has one of the best Jew jokes I've ever heard in my life. Oh boy! Which is, Let's go see the movie, Dad. Dad you son of a bitch! Don't
1: make me do that. You're a monster. I <laughs> ah, hate you. All right. Well, uh, I watched a cup I watched a few movies I want to talk about. Uh, first, I rewatched uh, two two of the Godfather movies, Part One and Part Two. You mean the only two Godfather movies? I actually really like Godfather, Godfather three. I know that's
0: You're like New literally the only person in the world who have ever heard say that.
2: Wasn't that nominated for best picture? Yeah.
0: Well, just by
2: virtue wh- of being a Godfather. Why does everyone 3. hate it?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fine. I I've, I remember I've seen that a I've seen that like two two or three times. I think I enjoy it because I love movies about the Catholic Church for some reason. Like anything with like Rome and Italy and all that kind of stuff. I just I sort of just eat up, and the movie's got a lot of that, and it's very. I don't know. It's just, I enjoy the movie. I understand I'm in the minority, but that's okay. Uh, but I sort of, I made it a point this time to, like, figure out which Godfather movie I like more. And after rewatching it, it's, it's Godfather 1. It's... Really? That blows it out of the park. Like, Godfather 2, man. Dead origin story, though. Don't give a damn. Especially Especially with somebody like Vito Corleone, where he's just this... I like I said like I said earlier with X Men I just love filling in the blanks in my own head. If you, oh, so you didn't like um in the Godfather 2? Yeah, I I know I those were good those were good sequences they were fine, but I just didn't need them. I not I to be honest I I fast forwarded through those I'm I'm am not afraid to admit it. that's that's just me that's my now, that's here's my
0: question Yeah, give yourself a year we'll say will you ever attempt the Godfather epic?
1: Oh, absolutely. That sounds like I awesome. really want to do that. That sounds like aw- that sounds
0: awesome. What is that? It's um they play both Godfather movies in a row, but they edit it so it's chronological.
2: Oh. So have you seen either of those movies? I've never I've never seen the movie, so I have no so idea. So
0: in The about. Godfather 2, they have flashbacks about how Marlo Brand Marlon Brando's character from the first movie became Don't uh, don't, sp- became, don't spoil anything. No, it's that's just, that. That's all I'm saying. That's all okay, it is. Okay. Okay. So it starts with those sequences from the Godfather Two, then goes into the Godfather One, and finishes the story for Godfather Two. Okay. It's like seven and a half hours long.
1: I would watch the shit out of that.
2: Two yeah. movies are seven and a half hours. Those Who movies are, are three these? and a half hours each. Oh my no, god! I, no, the first
1: one's the first one's like a two two fifty, and the second one's three twenty five. So oh, it's
2: Lord of the Rings. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, but it's better. Yeah.
2: Kind of. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that.
1: No, Josh, I've decided. We said this in the text. And I'm saying it on the podcast, so it's on public record. You and I, in the very near future, are making a bet of some kind where the winner forces the loser to watch a movie of the winner's choice.
0: Let's make the bet right now.
1: Okay, but what? the question is, what is, what is What's it going to be about? Bet? I don't know. Let's think. So it's got to be something s- soon. I want our audience to be... Uh... You know what? Le- how about, let's do this. When does Independence Day come out? Um, 29th. Okay, that's too far. Uh, all right. When does okay? So Finding Door. Let's do one for Finding oh, Door. That
2: comes out the seventeenth. Okay. okay,
1: that's two weeks. So what do you want to bet? Do You want to bet Rotten Tomatoes or Box uh, I don't think we're not going to do predictions for that one.
2: I mean, it's a Pixar movie. We all know it's going to do well. What do you get?
1: I'm. I'll bet you it is under ninety percent. Holy
2: shit! I'll take that bet. Okay,
1: we got a bet going. All right, and then
2: so. Awesome. This is going to be fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, no, so, so wait, so on your, so wait. Hold on, let me make sure I got it. So if it's back. under 90%, I win. Okay, so I don't 80, like I don't 90, like that. I don't 80, like that cuz I do think it's going to be under 90. Well, you already agreed. No. Oh. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Do you want to take it back? I do. <laughs> you pussy. It's gonna, it's not going to hit
1: 90. Okay.
0: I'm writing it okay, down. Okay, fine. Right then
1: now. I'll go. Then I then we'll switch. I say it's fine. over 90%. So it's 90% or, or higher. How about that? Holy
0: shit. Okay.
2: Okay fine there you go
0: all right it's written down on my chalkboard wall
2: wait so so we're just gonna pick a movie for the other to watch yep all right
1: and mine's gonna be the godfather so you know
2: your movie oh so my loss is watching a movie that i've just like haven't i've just gonna i've been planning to watch anyway yeah Okay. okay. Let me Just think about that one. Now,
1: though. Let me I think about live, that one again. I can bit. live with this. We'll get back. We'll, we'll get back
0: get to you um, award-winning or Academy Award nominee. Uh, Batman Forever. Oh my God. Batman Forever. Forty times before
1: the next episode. How about this? By next, by next week, we both have to choose a movie for the other. Okay. Agreed. There we go. Uh, so yeah, to finish my Godfather spiel, I I think the first one's the first one's by far my favorite. I love that one. It's it's this. It's a crime epic. It's beautiful. Love it. Uh, Godfather 2, I love, I also love, I don't care so much for the Vito Corleone stuff, but Michael's story is just so, it's great to me. He's one of my favorite characters. I love this guy. Uh, and I also watch- love this guy. I love this guy. I also love Cabinet. I watched Cabin in the Woods. I really, really liked it. Nice. Um, was I that your
0: first time seeing it?
1: Yes, it was.
0: Oh, I love that movie.
1: felt like the movie didn't, for, at least for my interest level, maybe this would be different if I just walked into the theater and seen it, you know, whatever, but whatever. Uh, without knowing anything about it but I, I found myself so interested with what was going on just to, so no spoilers here what wasn't going on at at the cabin I feel like and with the kids I feel like kind of outweighed what was going on at the cabin after a little while like I was I wasn't as, as interested in that because I wanted to know and I wanted to I want to know more about everything else that was going on and I wanted to be in those areas but other than that I really really dug it it was it was it was hysterical, as as Goddard slash Whedon productions are are uh, apt to be. Yeah, so I was uh, thoroughly entertained and thoroughly enjoyed the cabin in the woods. So that is uh, that's me for this week. So great. Well, that's an episode. Awesome. Uh, any parting words before we say our goodbyes?
0: <sighs> Don't you have to uh, sign us out with the?
1: Yeah, just um, any
0: st- oh, any final um, process um, to bear. Um, no, okay. I love Wolverine. Be a racist.
1: What is a Wolverine? That's a very, a very angry kitty, is what that is. But uh, next week we'll have, uh, we'll have a new episode as always. Not quite, not 100 sure what it's going to be. We're going to have a conversation. Yes, we about do. It here, no, we're uh, not. Uh, but until then, you can follow us at underscore realflix on Twitter. Send us uh, an email at realflixpodcast@gmail.com at and leave us an view. It helps, what do you like, what don't you like, what can you improve on? What uh, what's your favorite color? What uh, what's your Sugar favorite what's the best breakfast cereal? Who's it's... the
0: best president in the United States? Another week. But another
1: week. <laughs> We'll talk to you guys next week. Take it easy. Au revoir. Bye. Now Vita's in. There you go. <laughs>